Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast that starts things off with A Slice of Life, which covers unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. But it doesn't stop there. Following A Slice of Life, I take one story from my collection of many and share it with you. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, how are you all doing today? Good, I hope. I have to admit that life around the world sure hasn't been the best for the past year or so with this virus among us. There is some light at the end of the tunnel, though, with new vaccines being made every day. We just have to hang in there for a while longer. But knowing that, we still have to keep our guard up and protect ourselves, more so now with all these new variants in our midst. I haven't said much about it here on my podcast uh, these past few weeks as well. I kind of think there is too much being paraded around without me adding more to it. Actually, my lovely wife and I have all but stopped watching or listening to the news or the social media platforms, as for most parts, we found that they only cause us stress, which we don't need. You know, things like what is happening today has happened off and on for as long as us humans have lived, but somehow we always make out. And thinking about the hardships that some have had to endure lately is kind of what this story is about that I've lined up for you today. So knowing that, let's get on with the story at hand. I hope you enjoy what once was. You know, thinking back to when my dad was alive sure brings on some fine memories. My old dad was a man made up of many talents. His life was based around fruit and vegetable farming for most of his life, but there were a lot of other things he enjoyed doing too before that, like working in the lumber camps in northern Ontario, along with helping others in their time of need. I wasn't born when he worked in the lumber camps, but I sure heard a lot about them from the stories he told me when we were alone. While I was with him, I never seen a day go by that he didn't head on off to the orchards he owned to see the fruit trees and the soil of what it was in need of. Looking back now, I can see why he did this, as he loved the farm and the lifestyle that came with it. He also was very intelligent and was willing to take a risk if he believed in something. You could say that he was a man of his own means. He never swayed from his opinions but he was always willing to listen and learn from others. I would say that he had a broader vision than most, and there was never a time that he wasn't able to come up with ideas and solutions if and when a problem happened to arise. I know this for a fact, that when I had problems throughout my life, which were many, he always came up with something that helped me. Moving along, I remember that there was one orchard that was really special to him, which was a peach orchard. The trees were already on the farm when he bought it, but in real bad shape. Along with that, the trees were old and some were falling down and dying, caused from no one caring for them. Most farmers today would have bulldozed them out and burned them, but not so with my dad, as things like this was a challenge to him. 
There was nothing more fulfilling to him than being able to go into the orchard that was in dire need of help and use his knowledge to restore it to what once was. In this case, he started off by thinning the trees, as with so much overgrowth, the dead wood, the air couldn't freely move throughout the branches, which caused diseases to flourish, stopping the new buds to grow and produce. It took him about a month or better of hard work to get them all pruned down to size. He liked to keep the branches low, which made it easy when harvest time came. Some rows were so wide that when all said and done, they could, they could be almost touching the other trees next to them. And Dad said, though, that they liked being close to each other. When spring arrived the following year, the orchard bloomed bing, uh, pink and white, and the neighbors from the next county said that they could smell the blossoms when the wind was blowing in their direction. To me, there isn't anything as nice as the smell of peach or cherry blossoms in the spring without full bloom. Once the peach trees got to growing on their own, Dad didn't leave it at that. Nope, he wanted to take it one step further and started grafting and budding some different varieties of peaches onto the old trees that were brought to him by a friend from Germany that came to visit one summer. It took a few years for them grafts to get growing, but when they did, he was rewarded with many bountiful crops. But not only did he have lots of peaches, he also had peaches that were never grown before here in Canada. And when it came time to sell them on the market that he went to in northern Ontario at the time, people came from miles around to get them. I have to admit, to this day, I never tasted peaches as good as he grew. In time, all of his fruits were cash crops, taking them to market once a week throughout the growing season. So the old peach orchard, along with the others that he took under his wing, were brought back to life for a few years. But, like everything, eventually blight and age started to taking its toll. When that happened, he would be in, he would in earnest get to removing the branches with diseases, along with some that were not producing, which promoted new growth. And for a while longer, the old trees flourished once again. The old trees amazed Dad, as they produced more fruit most years than their old limbs could hold, so many that the branches broke off and fell to the ground. Dad, now taking a look at things, soon found that the old branches were hollow throughout their centers, with only the bark and outside edge sustaining them to life. Once again, Dad seen this, and he knew time was short for the old trees, and decided to go to the nursery a few miles from our farm and buy some young ones. But he would only buy a few at a time, as he would only plant a new one from the nursery when an old one died out and couldn't be helped any longer. He had an attachment to the trees, feeling what they felt, and only when everything he did to help failed with the old tree he would replace with new. I have to tell you folks, Dad never ceased to amaze me over the years with how he maintained his orchards. His kindness toward the trees and the soil was something like you would do in caring for your family. I suppose, thinking about it, the orchards were his family in a lot of ways. He cared for them, and they cared for him. There is one thing that I have learned watching the orchards and my dad from a distance, is that the trees, as dad, does have their own seasons of life. Come spring, they 
both come alive and start growing and thriving with all new things. Come summer, they are both rich in fertility and productiveness. On the arrival of autumn, after a hard year, they show diminishing strength. And come winter, when they are no longer productive, they rest to some, ex to some extent. Yes, the days when home orchards supplied the fruit here in Ontario, Canada, are all but gone. But the one thing that still remains is the fond memories of what once was, and will remain with those like myself and my old dad. I can still visualize my dad sitting in his favorite chair under the maple tree after a hard day's work in the orchard, with head bent and eyes slowly closing, rubbing his eyebrow, which I suspect was his way of relaxing and thinking about what took place throughout his day. These men and women back when worked together as a team. They endured the good and the bad times, working as a family to produce crops for everyone to enjoy. Today, which is hard to believe, most of our fertile land here in Ontario has been cleared off and covered with payment. And what a shame that is. But it saddens me even more to look into the eyes of our old farmers, who literally gave their sweat and blood to make sure that their farms became successful so that the world had food to eat, only to see tears of sadness with their knowing that all they have worked for is being discarded for the almighty dollar. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>